Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. So glad to see your faces today. So glad to welcome those that are watching online, on YouTube and Zoom. Uh, this morning we preached in Napa. So we're out. Pastor Rick is a little tired already. So bear with me. The, the Lord is giving me the strength right now. But um, uh, I love to preach. I would love to preach two more services after this. Uh, God willing, right? Because I love this. This is my passion to just share the word of God with you. So I'm excited to speak on what I spoke on over there. And really it's the end of our series on freedom. Uh, the last few weeks I've been talking about free from the sin, from the grasp of sin. We touched on the subjects of free from condemnation. How many know what I'm talking about? Living in condemnation is not God's plan for you and I. Amen. Living in uh, condemnation is walking around feeling like God's going to beat you over the head any second. That's not how our Heavenly Father wants to treat you. Amen? But it all starts with the cross. The cross. The cross has given us so many spiritual blessings. Again, it, it gives us salvation, redemption, sanctification. It's brought about so many blessings to you and I. It's given us the freedom we have in Christ. Amen? You and I have that freedom as believers to be set free to be who God created us to be. Because you could be like me for many years doing life the way I thought it should be done. And then it's finally until you realize, oh yeah, this God that created me has a plan. And he's a plan for my life on how I'm supposed to, the type of individual I'm supposed to be. How I'm supposed to treat others. How I'm supposed to treat my wife. And so forth. We are not truly free until we recognize that in Christ. Amen? And that's all because of the power of the cross. So today I want to speak to you on freedom. You are complete in Jesus. Say this with me. I, I am complete, complete in, Jesus. in Jesus. I am complete in Jesus. You know, too many of us oftentimes think, well, I, I, you know, you feel incomplete. If you're, if you're widowed, if you're divorced, uh, it could be when you meet Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright, when you pay off the mortgage, when you sell your house, when you move into your retirement home, then everything will be complete. When the kids move out and I'm an empty nester, then things will be complete. But if we live our lives that way, always looking and pointing to some future date, you're going to miss what life's all about. Yeah. God created a, and has a plan for every one of you right now in the here and now, not in the distant future, but it's here today. And I want to remind somebody here today, maybe it's somebody watching, that God has set you free and you are complete in Jesus today if you are a believer. I mentioned this last week, but I'll mention it again. In the land of the free, which is the United States, the greatest country in the world, bar none, we have the freedoms that we all experience on a day-to-day -day basis. But we can often confuse those freedoms, think those freedoms are what it's about. That we have the right to say, the right to do, the right to act how we want to act. And nobody can tell me what to say, what to do. In fact, if I want to wear a mask, 
I'll wear a mask. If I don't want to wear a mask, I won't wear a mask. If I don't want to get a vaccination, I won't get a vaccination. Oh, Pastor Rick went there. Yes, I did. But you know, it's not about those freedoms. God gave us spiritual freedoms. And I really believe as I've grown as a believer that there are people still stuck and not experiencing the freedom. They're born again, they're believers, but they haven't yet been set free. They continue to cling to the past. And let me tell you, one way to not grow as a believer is to cling to the past. Life will pass you by and you will be left behind, amen? That is not the plan of God for you. If you're, again, if you're, if you're here today and you're a believer, say this with me. I am a believer and I am complete in Jesus. I am a believer and I am complete in Jesus. That sounds so sweet. I have our sermon text for you. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And I'm going to be reading out of the, the uh, Passion Translation. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And starting in verse 14, and I'm going to read through verse 19, and it's up on the screen for you. And it says this, For it is Christ's love that fuels our passion and holds us tightly, because we are convinced that He has given His life for all of us. This means all died with Him, so that those who live should no longer live self-absorbed lives, but lives that are poured out for Him. The one who died for us and now lives again. Verse 16. So from now on, we refuse to evaluate people merely by their outward appearances. For that's how we once viewed the anointed one. But no longer do we see him with limited human insight. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, or another version says, into Christ, uh, is in Christ, he or she has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. And God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself and given us the mystery of reconciling others to God. In other words, it was through the anointed one that God was shepherding the world not even keeping records of their transgressions, and he has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. Amen. Can someone declare with me right now that the old is gone and the new is here? Yes. Amen. How many are thankful that the old is gone? Yes. Amen. 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 Let's pray right now. Father God, we ask your blessings right now on this word. We pray, God, that... You would help us open our hearts. Holy Spirit, help us to receive your word today that we might leave here today transformed, renewed in our minds, renewed in our spirits, Lord. And that God, that we would be ready to face tomorrow with new conviction, set free and free in Christ and be complete. And we pray that today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Hey, look at your neighbor right now and tell him, I'm fresh and new. I'm fresh and new. Don't you love that? Just like when us guys, when we go to the, get our hair cut, you know, we get all faded or trimmed up and you're fresh, you're new, you walk out of there feeling good. Maybe you got to go and take a shower, wash all that hair off. But, you know, for some of us that have hair. And, <clears throat> but uh, 
We're fresh and new. Ladies, sometimes when you go and get your hair did and you get it done or your mani or your petty and all this stuff and um, you come out, you feel fresh. You feel new. You feel like you're a million bucks, don't you? You walk out of there. God is telling us in the same way spiritually, you are now fresh and new to walk in freedom like never before. Don't remain stuck where he brought you out of. God's given you a new passion for life. How many have new passions now that they didn't have in the past? Amen? I know I do. This is one thing you've got to make up your mind on. And here's what I've declared. I refuse to be that person that holds on to those old habits, those old hurts that kept me in my past, glued to my past. I refuse to be that person. In fact, did you know there's 7.8 billion people on this earth? And in 2023, they say it's going to surpass 8 billion people. And I say that to say this. I refuse to empower one person that reminds me of my past to ruin my day, all right? I refuse to empower one person out of eight billion people in this world. But how many of us allow that on a daily basis? We let somebody irk us. We let somebody get under our skin. You're gonna empower that one person out of eight billion to ruin your whole day, really? That's because we're not yet experiencing the freedom in Christ we should. Our Heavenly Father has given you and I a second, a third, a fourth, a 24th chance to do life right. How many know what I'm talking about today? You may be working on your 44th chance today. I don't know. God is a merciful God. How many are thankful for that? Oh, my goodness. How many are thankful that He is a merciful God? The truth of God's Word began in the garden with Adam. And it ended in the garden with Jesus. When Jesus made the decision to continue to the cross. Remember he prayed at the garden of Gethsemane. And he prayed for you and I. And that is the decision that he made that grants us that freedom now. With the decision he made to go to the cross enables us to have freedom found only in him. See you can attempt to try to figure it out on your own. You can pay for all the psychology you want. You can go to all the NA classes, AA classes, GA, Gamblers Anonymous, and every other AAAA out there. And none of those are going to set you free. Only Jesus Christ can set you free. Can I get an amen? So I have three points I want to talk to you about today. The first one is, it starts with Jesus. Say that with me. It starts with Jesus. It has to start there. Our lives are defined before Christ and after Christ as believers. If you reflect back, and it's good to look back, but you shouldn't look back and stay there. Amen? It's a big difference. It's good to look back at who you were before, what God's brought you out of, what He saved you out of, How he saved you from a life of misery, possibly, and brought you into his new light, into his new kingdom. Amen? Amen. See, before I surrendered my life to Jesus in my mid-twenties, just a few years ago, I had not experienced true freedom. I I was still a slave to sin and and, in bondage, but I didn't know that. I thought I was free to do anything I wanted to do, say anything I wanted to say, anytime I wanted to say it, but yet... Little did I realize 
I was in bondage. I was in sin. I used to think that if I was or became a born-again believer, ran with that crowd, I'd have to give up my life and I'd have to go from being me and being this goody-two-shoes person and give up all my freedoms. How many thought something crazy like that, right? That that's what church was all about. But it's because we were in bondage, we didn't realize we were the ones enslaved. We were the ones that couldn't do anything. All we could do was the same thing over and over. Sin, look forward to Friday, Saturday, party! Look forward to Monday, hangovers. It was the same thing on repeat. Repeat. I mean, that's an enslaved life. If I want to talk about an enslaved life, that's a life of bondage. But what I truly, what I didn't understand, that it meant that I was going to go from being dead to alive. To being spiritually alive. Because when we're sinners, when we were dead to sin, or when we were alive to sin, when we were sinning, we were dead spiritually. Dead to God. But it's not until you say goodbye to sin that your spirit truly becomes alive and you recognize who God is for possibly the very first time in your life. Amen? Amen. I experienced freedom for the very first time in my life in my mid-twenties. And here's a scripture I want to read to you that hopefully you can relate to. Found in Romans chapter 5. There it is up on the screen. Verses 18 through 19. In other words, just as condemnation came upon all people through one transgression, talking about Adam, so through one righteous act of Jesus' sacrifice, the perfect righteousness that makes us right with God and leads us to a victorious life is now available to all. One man's disobedience opened the door for all humanity to become sinners. So also one man's obedience opened the door for many to, make, to be made perfectly right with God and acceptable to Him. Not only are you right and acceptable before Him now, but you are completely free in Christ. No longer shackled. Boom! Broken. Shackles broken. Handcuffs broken. You are now free in Christ. Say this with me. I am complete in Jesus. I am complete in Jesus. Now say it like you mean it. I am complete in Jesus. Amen. Because until you start believing that, you won't ever truly live it. You have to stop believing that you are complete in Jesus. Amen? Yeah. Our second point. You are a new person. You are a new person in Christ. Again, how many are thankful you are not the old person? If you're sitting next to somebody that you know that was from way back then, tell them, I'm thankful you're not that old person. Amen. And every husband and wife said, yes, amen. Amen. You see, you're not a son or daughter by birth, or you're, you are a son or daughter by birth, not by worth. Amen. Each of you are children of the king. Amen. And I'll, I'll, I've said this here many times before. I'll never forget in my mid-20s, freshly saved, meaning I was fresh and new into this. I didn't know Genesis from the book of Philippines or Revelations. I didn't know any of that. And one day, 
I'm in Safeway in Napa, and from across the aisle, I see this brother that was attending the church I was at where I got saved. And he yells at me from all the way across the aisle, nobody else on there. And he goes, Brother Rick, child of the king. And I'm looking like, you talking to me? Nobody's ever called me child of the king? A son of the most high God? And I, I did a double take. I'm like, you talking to me? He was talking to me. First time anybody had ever told me I was a child of the king. And it did something to me. It impacted me. That's why I share that with you every now and then because hopefully it impacts you like it impacted me that you are a child of the king. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past, what you did yesterday as a born-again believer. Doesn't, doesn't mean you gloss it over. It means, Lord, I need you. You need to forgive me, Lord. I plead your blood will cover, cover me with your, your blood. Forgive me of, of what I just did. You, you need to do that, just like I do. But it doesn't mean you have to live there in condemnation. Amen? You are a child of the king. Even though you're imperfect, just like Pastor Rick. Say, I am imperfect. I am imperfect. Amen. Just like Pastor Rick, you're imperfect. Amen. Okay, you don't have to say the Pastor Rick part. I can say that part. God has brought you out of one kingdom into a new kingdom. You were once in the kingdom of darkness, in bondage. The light was off. It was dark in there. The sins that you were doing, the lifestyle you had, you didn't know it was bad until one day someone flipped that light switch on. And all of a sudden, your spirit became alive. And it started recognizing, wait a minute, time out here. I'm not doing things the way I need to be doing things. How many know what I'm talking about? That light went on and spoke to you. Maybe your relationship was in a bad place. Maybe you were struggling. You were contemplating suicide. You were contemplating thoughts that, that uh, never would have happened until that time. It wasn't by accident. God was trying to get a hold of you and trying to get your attention. Amen. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. So he took you from one kingdom and brought you into the kingdom of light. Amen. Everything has become new. I love that. Everything has become new. I'll share this story. Um, as you know, I wasn't raised in church. Um, and so I, there's, just like you, there's many stories out there that you could tell. But I share this story, and I'll tell you why. But um, years ago, I remember going with my cousin... And uh, this was in, up in St. Helena, and my, I was 17, 16, somewhere around there, and he was a year older than me, so he was 17, 18. And we both cut school that day, high school, yeah, we cut school, don't do that, Bella. We cut school, and so I went to his house, and he said, I gotta run an errand, and so I said, okay, because so I, I went with him. So we went to his house, and then we went to go run an errand. Well, I didn't know, but he was into the habit of buying some heavy-duty drugs at that time. I knew we, we both did drugs, but I didn't know he was going to go buy some at that particular time. So we went up to this house. I remember climbing up these stairs in, in this house, two-story home, and um, we passed around some drugs. That was the first time I ever smoked PCP, okay? And I didn't know that's what it was. And all of a sudden, I started tripping. I, I was um, 
in another planet felt like I was going to die. I thought I was going to die. If you've ever experienced that kind of experience, you can literally think you're going to die. You think you're out of your body. I mean, all sorts of crazy things. Hallucinations, colors, vibrant colors. I mean, it's all true what they tell you. And here my cousin and this person were, they were going back and forth just like it was nobody's business. And they took the same thing I did. I'm looking at them like, aren't you experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing? See, they were already into that. I was just being turned on to this for the first time. I couldn't even walk down the staircase. I was holding on with both hands, trying to work my way down. I told my cousin, because I had my car at his house, and I said, I don't want to go back to your house. Take me somewhere until we come down from this. And Because I, I was afraid of going home and having my dad kill me, right? How many know what I'm talking about? And so we went somewhere to some lake. We sat out there for like three hours until it, things got a little bit clearer. And uh, I just say that to say this, that there's an enemy that wants to remind you of your past and condemn you for the choices you've made. And he wants to remind you of those things sometimes daily and say, you're not good enough. Who do you think you are? I know what you did. I know where you've been. Who are you trying to fool? And the thing that you have to remember is the enemy wants to destroy you and he'll throw those things at you. We can acknowledge those things and recognize that we did those things, but guess what? They are under the blood. God has forgiven you and me of our past. Do not hold on to that past. Don't let that past hold you there and affect you from becoming and living that life that God has created for you. Amen? Some of you, because you're clinging on to that old part of you, don't feel like you're that new person. You don't feel like you're fresh and new. You still remember the old. And, and that goes back to condemnation. It goes back to the enemy firing darts at you. You don't feel like you're forgiven. You keep remembering what you've done, where you've been, how you failed in life. Don't remain stuck in the past, people. The past should be a history lesson, just like a textbook for you. Something that you read, that you learned from, so that you can better live your future. Amen? Amen. Yes. If we don't learn from our past, you're bound to repeat it over and over and over. And we know that. I want to remind you again, you are a new person, a new creation. God has created you, set you free to be complete in Him. Regardless of where you came from, what you've done in your past. Let me ask you today, are you still allowing your past, those hurtful things done to you, or hurtful things you did to someone else, to affect your present and your future? I hope not. I hope not. Let me, let me read another scripture to you to help you with that. Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. Listen to this. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of his beloved son. For in the son, all our sins are canceled. 
and we have the release of redemption through his very blood. How many are thankful that your sins have been canceled, wiped out? In fact, the Bible goes on to say, as you know, your sins have been cast into the sea of forgetfulness, never to be remembered against you again, never to be held against you again. But Pastor Rick, you don't know what I've done. It doesn't matter. God took that because you confessed it to the Lord and said, Lord, forgive me. He's thrown that into the sea of forgetfulness. So when you bring that up, when you choose to cling to that, guess what the Lord's doing? He's going, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why you're struggling with that. I forgave you of that 25 years ago. I forgave you of that five years ago. And yet we choose to remain stuck in that process. Amen? Can I just remind you that our Heavenly Father has forgiven you, thrown those sins away, locked them up, and, and we can choose still, knowing that, to dwell on the things of the past. Say this with me. I am a new person, a new creation, a new spirit, I am now complete in Jesus. Punto, or period in Spanish. For emphasis. That's it. You don't have to add to that story. It's been done. It's been taken care of. There's many times in my family, stories will come up. And I don't share a lot of stuff that, you know, we've all done. We've all done stuff. We've all done things. And, but when I do share something, I'll just tell them, it's under the blood. It's under the blood. The blood of Jesus. He's covered it all. He's covered it all. And that's the same thing for you and I. Every one of you. It's under the blood. Don't allow the enemy to take you apart and, and have you holding on to something that, that has kept you bound now for years. I, I believe, and I know this to be true, that as born-again believers, our sins have been forgiven, but yet some of us can choose to hold on to our past, our hurts, present hurts, past hurts. But we are new creations in Christ. Amen. And then my third and final point is, the old has gone. Say that with me. The old has gone. If the old, the past is really gone, you and I have to quit living in it. And I'm not talking about remembering. I'm not talking about putting on those old songs from back in the day, you know, that got you all, you know, bouncing, you know. For me, you know, I've told you it's my Motown music. I love my Motown music. And some, you know, Vicente Fernandez every now and then. But uh, that stuff gets me going. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about choosing to dwell on those negative things that enslaved you in the past. Don't dwell on that. Let that go, amen? amen. All of us hopefully have learned from this past. But remember this, the past is the past. You have to quit living in it. You cannot be complete and free in Jesus if you're still living in the past. Amen? Amen? God has set you free. There's a scripture that says the goodness of God leads men to repentance. It's the goodness of God that has led you and I to repentance. He, it doesn't matter how many times you failed him. Well, there's, a, there's another scripture that says, well, Lord, how many times should I forgive that person? And the Bible said, well, seven times 70. You mean 490 times I've got to forgive that person? What about 491? No. 
The point of that is, you've got to forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive and get past that with the power of the Holy Spirit to help you. Amen? Amen. John chapter 8 and verse 36. Listen to these words. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. How many are thankful for that? If the Son sets you free, if you are a born-again believer, if you have acknowledged, acknowledged and confessed Jesus Christ as your Savior, you have been set free. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let the enemy remind you of your past. Just remind him of his future. Amen? Yeah. Amen. The old has gone. You are now free and complete in Jesus. You are now free and complete in Jesus. Amen. Let me give you an illustration. I need some help. Andrew, can you help me? Can, come on up here, Andrew. Stand, stand right over here. Give Andrew a big hand. Okay, stand right there. Right there. You can stay there. This is Jesus, okay? He's going to be Jesus right here. Okay, you just stay there. And this is what we do. This is what each of us do, does with our life. We get so hung up with our past, with sin. And, and so we're, we're doing this. This is my sin. Lord, this, this hurt, this jealousy, this anger, this bitterness. I can't stand that person when they look at me. They remind me of that money I owed that, that I loaned them and now they haven't paid me back. And Lord, I can't stand it. Lord, you know that pain I'm going through. The divorce. My kids. My grandkids. Whatever that pain is, we focus on that rather than focusing on Jesus. See, the Lord tells us repent. You know what repent is? Repent means to turn 180 degrees from that and face Jesus. Face Jesus. Jesus, you can help me by the power of the Holy Spirit to leave that behind. I need your help. Instead of me trying to fix this, trying to work it out on my own, trying to, trying to do it my way, I need to turn my back on the old because God has given me the new. Here's Jesus saying, Stretch your hand out, Andrew. Just like that. Jesus is doing this. He's wanting me to just grab his hand so that he can help me. Thank Amen? Thank you, Andrew. You can be seated. Give him a big hand. Thank you, Andrew. That's a good-looking Jesus there. Yeah. Amen. Don't get so caught up in your sins and your habits that they prevent you from receiving freedom, that all you can see is your issue. Because we all have issues. I don't care who you are. We all have a thing. We all have one. Whatever it is, don't allow it to keep you in bondage. Amen? God has set you free of that. God has set you free. The old is gone. You are now free and complete in Jesus. How many are thankful for that? Amen. And let me, amen, give him, give him glory. Amen, he's worthy of our praise, amen. Let me ask you one last question. How many choose God's freedom today? How many want to just choose God's freedom and quit trying to fix it yourself? 
Quit trying to work on that. Quit trying to be or reminded of the past. How many? That's all of you, right? Amen. Amen. Turn your back to the past, to the old, and look upon Jesus. Look upon Jesus. And say, Lord, with your help, with the power of the Holy Spirit helping me, I can say goodbye to this once and for all and be free. Free, the shackles broken. Because let me tell you, born-again believers can still be caught up in bondage. The Lord has set you free. Why don't you stand with me at this time as we're going to close. Amen. As soon as I close, we're, we're going to, well, as soon as I finish here, we're going to transition into a time of communion and then we'll be dismissed. But I want to pray for you. Right now with your head bowed, all of you, just bow your heads with me. If you've struggled with that, if you know what I'm talking about in today's message, if that's you just looking at the past and you want prayer for that, just raise your hand. I, I want to know who I can be praying for. Amen. I see, I see hands. Amen. You can put your hands down. Amen. It's not by accident that you're here today to hear this. It's not by accident that you're listening to these words. God knew you would be here and He ordained that you would be here today. And He knew that you needed to hear these words to be set free. Because for too long you've allowed the past to cloud your thinking, cloud your mind, into thinking you can never be that person that God created you to be. That nobody would ever be able to shout from across the aisle child of the king son and daughter of the king you've never thought yourself worthy you always thought you've fallen short of that I just want to remind you today that is a lie from the pit of hell and the Lord has declared you his child you are his son you are his daughter today you have been set free you are free you are a new creation you are fresh, you are clean, you are new in Jesus Christ, and you are complete in Him. There's nothing else you need to add. There's no new piece of, no suit, no new bag, no new pair of shoes that will complete you. You are already complete in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you thanks right now. We love you and thank you for your precious, precious word. Thank you for setting us free so many years ago, so many months ago for some of us. I pray, Lord, that I would never go back to my past, that I would never allow myself to become a slave to the past. But Lord, let me know, let me learn from my past mistakes and Lord, Lord learn to to love you and, and serve you with all wisdom and make the, the best possible choices for my life, for my children, my family, for my job, my workplace, for my retirement place, wherever it is, Lord, that you have me. I pray, God, that you would give me wisdom every day, Father. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.